What the Flux is brought to you by DeLoreanRental.com. If you're looking to rent a DeLorean time machine, DeLorean Rental has you covered. They have time machines all across the United States, the UK, Germany, France, Italy, and adding more cars daily. Check out all of their packages to see what would best fit your event at DeLoreanRental.com or call 708-292-0236. Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! Great Scott! All your questions will be answered. Roll tape! Live from the former Institute of Future Technology in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to What the Flux with your hosts, Todd Henge, Caitlin Larkin, and Eugene Schnee. Welcome again to the only podcast that will make you as happy as a character in the first half hour of a horror movie, folks. It's the one and only and very, very, very special What the Flux. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> As always, I'm your co-host, Eugene, not Popeye's pet. Schnee, as always, here to say hi to everybody. And as always, my lovely co-host, the only woman that I know that will make an onion cry, Miss Caitlin Larkin. I love that. I bet you're welcome. Thank you. I, <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay, yes, sure. I, it's I, true. I saw it with my... Big brown eyes. Ew. <laughs> How are you? I am very well. How are you? Amazing. Good. It's always good because, you know, <clears throat> first of all, I'd show you what I got, my little DeLorean. Yeah, no, that's so cool. We'll take pictures. Yeah, no, Eugene got a, well, what kind, is it a die cast? Yeah. I, I don't know what kind it is. Uh, but it's the Back to the Future 3 DeLorean with the white rim tires, and that is my favorite DeLorean. Yeah, that's right. And look at this, look at this, look at this. Wow. Ooh, he just pressed the button, and it glows. That's right. Horses included, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And Todd, how are you? What? Cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Wait, did he did he got kidnapped again? So what had happened was mm. Todd went to the dentist this morning. Uh oh. And his mouth is not feeling good after a very long cleaning, apparently. So uh. he decided <laughs> that he needed to rest. The hell did he have in his mouth? That's a question you're gonna have to ask him. That's something that uh, I don't know. Okay. So, Todd, well, we wish you a very speedy mouth recovery. But but, but is he coming? Is, is there a chance? Is is he really coming? Don't don't tell me no. I'm just gonna walk over there. Oh okay. Okay. Well, while you walk over there, can I walk over here and see some Back to the Future news? Yeah. In three, two, one. Hey, Doctor Stank. This is tomorrow's newspaper. Can I go to the library and look myself up in the old newspaper archive? All right, Back to the Future news for this week. We got another Back to the Future birthday in the house. Who that? Who that? Billy Zane. Ooh, I got a child. I got a child. (laughs) I have a child. (laughs) (laughs) Titanic. That's right. Homeboy had a birthday on February 24th. Happy birthday. And is... 55 years young. He's 55? Yeah. He looks good. He looks damn good. Oh. You know he was, um, what was that superhero? The the purple one? Oh, God. The Phantom. The Phantom. You know what? That was not a bad movie. I don't remember it. I know I've seen it. 
but I. Uh, no, no, I think uh, it came no. out not at the right time because you know it, well, it didn't came out when all like all the superheroes and stuff like that. Yeah. So, eh. Anyway, happy birthday. Anyway, happy birthday. He survived the Titanic. So HalloweenCostumes.com. Who are they? We've shopped from them before. I know that I have my Back to the Future to hoverboard. I bought oh. it from there, and I know you did too. Guilty as charged. Yeah, so they're coming out with a new hoverboard. It is the Pitbull hoverboard. Greg's Pitbull hoverboard. Are you serious? I'm dead serious, man. It's so cool. But the thing is, it's a bit pricey. Mm. It's 200 bucks hmm. for the Pitbull Griff hoverboard. So you're telling me that there's only two ways to get this. Either you buy it. Yes. Or if you see a little girl with a Pitbull, you know, you can just steal it from her, right? Totally. And I'll go, I got a Pitbull now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, if you are in the market for a Pitbull hoverboard, you can go get it at HalloweenCostumes.com. That's right. Speaking of Pitbull. Yeah, speaking of Pitbulls, Griff, the man himself, Biff, Mad Dog Tannen, Tom Wilson, mm. is now on Cameo, the website where you can go and spend a bunch of money to have your favorite celebrities send you minute-long messages. Mm. And you can get Tom Wilson to do that for you for a whopping $150, which isn't... It's horrible. Not bad. When when we got Leah to do a cameo for us, it was only a hundred dollars. Wait a minute, he's charging more than Leah? Yes. Mm-mm. Well, honestly, I don't know if Leah has upped her price since. Mm. I mean, that was almost a year ago when we bought that cameo from her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have no idea. Mm. But you know, Tom Wilson, he'll do all those great Back to the Future lines because you're paying for it. And will he dance? I, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> but you're I, if you ask him to do it, I'm sure he'd have to. Cause, dance, dance boy, dance. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, you got it now? Yes. It's all about Back now. to the Future 3 today. Yes. Oh, oh. yeah. Speaking of Back to the Future 3. I... I, I I seen that movie. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. And I'm a fan. No shit. Yeah. Whoa. We should we should like totally start a podcast. We should. That'd be <laughs> such a fun little idea. Right. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Uh, but the Back to the Future trilogy, it's not on Netflix anymore, which really fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. But yep. it is coming to Amazon Prime on March first. What? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be like, well, because you can already pay for it now. So I don't know if it's going to be like free for Prime members. I'm really not sure. But apparently it will be on Amazon Prime Video as of March 1st. Or, you know, here's another crazy idea. Yes. You can just put on the DVD. I could. But sometimes I don't want to get up. Ah, well... Well, I actually have the digital codes set mm. on my TV, the one that came with the DVDs. Yeah. So I really don't have to personally, but for those that are like myself and don't want to get up off the couch and put the DVD or the Blu-ray in the player, you have that option. 
Ladies and gentlemen, laziness at its finest. Lazy Larkin at your service. Lazy Larkin! I actually hate that. Um, <laughs> my mother used to say that to my father when they were married. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I hate that. Well, now we know why. She, she used to go double L. Double L. Like that. Lazy Larkin. <laughs> anyway, trauma from my childhood brought to you by Bifco. <laughs> Bifco Enterprises. There we comes, go. When it comes to trauma, Bifco knows it. Yeah, that's that is a true statement. That is very true. And what else you got? So this is actually really really cool. What's up? Um, I was on you know the Back to the Future Facebook fan pages like I always am. I'm sure all of our listeners have seen me on all those group pages many times. Uh, I saw this guy was posting that he has a YouTube series called Back to the Fans. Back to the Fans. And so apparently, like, every week or whatever, he brings on a different Back to the Future fan from anywhere in the world. I mean, he's already had people from Spain, mm. uh, from the UK, but that's actually where the homeboy's from, mm. and Argentina. Mm. Um, and the YouTube channel is called The Z Review, so if you want to go and subscribe to The Z Review to see his little show, Back to the Fans, you'll see me what? next Saturday. You're going to be there? I will. I will be on Back to the Fans next Saturday. So wait, what day is that? I totally know what day that is. That's March 6th. Can I, can I like, like get your autograph? I mean, if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you sign like my, I don't know, um, water bottle? Yes, I will (laughs) sign your water bottle. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I will be on there. I'm showing off my Back to the future collection and of course talking about the podcast and so i'm really excited and i'm really happy that i had the opportunity to do it so if you want to be on back to the fans get in touch with michael zara i'm sorry if i'm saying that wrong by the way michael zara zara i'm gonna call him like that michael zara (laughs) i like that get in touch with him He's got posts all over the different Facebook fan groups, and you can ask to be on Back to the Fans. That's right, because you know what? What? You're going to be there. Yes, I am. And that makes you cool. Yeah. Speaking of fans, um, a little birdie tells me that we have letters. I believe we do. What? Did our parents wrote again? (laughs) You would think, right? (laughs) Nice! Because none of our parents have written us letters. Are you serious? I even paid her 20 bucks to do it. She didn't Did do you? it? No. Yeah. Man, you better get your money back, bro. Yeah, sure. Well, we got a, f- a letter from our friend Dustin, who we also know as Mr. Marty McFish on Instagram. Woo-woo, Dustin. Yeah, so the, uh, the subject is, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Gale. Oh, I know that episode. I know that episode, too. And it goes... What the flux, Bob fucking Gale? <laughs> BFG. First and foremost, a huge congratulations is in order to Caitlin, Eugene, and Todd. Thank you. Thank you. You three rock. What a great episode. This proves that hard work and dedication pays off. It was I- great listening to Bob Gale talk about his new book, DeLorean Time Machine, Doc Brown's Owner Workshop blah, blah, Manual. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> now I have to edit that. Oh, really? You jerk. (laughs) I already knew this book was going to be good, but now I know it's going to be great. Scott. Scott. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to all the connected material from Doc Brown's journals. 
One of my favorite parts of this episode is when Bob Gale brought up the Nintendo Back to the Future game. I was crying laughing when he said it was one of the worst video games ever made, one of the worst cartridges. I remember telling people not to buy it when it came out. It was so pathetically bad. Thanks to Bob, I now want to find a copy of this game and bust out the old NES. <laughs> and thanks to Eugene, I'm hungry for a steak. Ah! <laughs> what the flux the podcast? You just hit 88 miles per hour with this episode. All the best in 2021. Your friend in time, Dustin. P.S. I also watch Die Hard on Christmas. That's right. As you should. Because Bob Gale does it. And if Bob Gale does it, you should too. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes. Who else wrote to us? Well, it's time to break out the band. Oh, snap. Because you... we have a letter from... Julio's Corner. All right, and we are here in Julio's Corner. Julio. And the subject line just says, congrats. Congrats. Dear What the Flux family, great Scott. If my calculations are correct, you'll receive this letter after I finally got to listen to the BFG episode. Y'all weren't kidding about season two. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. First, let me reassure you that my family and I are safe and sound after that crazy winter storm hit us here in Dallas. Oh, boy. We were snowed in all week but never lost power. That's awesome, Julio. That's awesome. My parents did lose power in Houston for a few days, but they're okay now, and we are happy to hear that. Amazing episodes these last few weeks. So funny and entertaining and freaking incredible. To be able to have BFG on your podcast is such an honor. I could hear the sheer joy in all your voices and couldn't be happier for you guys. I'm so happy for all of you, but extremely jealous of Eugene having possibly one of the best birthdays ever. What? what? It's moments like these that make for an excellent podcast and being a fan so great. Thank you for creating such a cool podcast for us all to enjoy. Your friend in time, Julio. P.S., Happy belated birthday to Billy Zane's younger brother, Eugene. <laughs> Please tell me you see it. Uh, I mean, much darker younger brother, perhaps? You know, it's funny. I get that a lot. I'm like, Do you? See, yeah, I get a lot. Of, like, I don't see it, but people are like, I mean, do I look that douchey? Or <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not saying nothing. I'm not saying a damn thing. All I'm telling you is that I went on a date this the, this past week. Yes. And I'm pretty sure it's a compliment. But the, the girl tells me, you know, you look like an asshole. But <laughs> but, but you but you it's like you're like a good asshole. I get that. I get that. I get that. <laughs> I was like, wow. You have your moments. Oh, I do a lot. But you're super loyal. I am. I'm a, like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. I am too, though. I'm very loyal as yeah. well. Well, I got to break it to you. We, uh, that's, you said all the good stuff, but I yeah. got to bring something bad. So here's okay. the deal. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. Here's the deal. Folks, as we like to say, this is a family show. It's a family fucking show. <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh-oh. Did so, we get in trouble? No, no, we didn't get in trouble. It's just, you know, my, my grandma had a heart attack when she listened to Todd, but... Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. That's okay, you know. Is she all right? I don't know. I gotta check. <laughs> See, that's where the asshole comes in. I need to check. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. No, um, I actually had an idea for us because of that. Because people are like, 
is it a family show or are you guys just saying that? And we're like, you know what? Well, it was because the butthead of the week, that one guy. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know. Where there's a butthead, yes. there's an idea. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I figured, you know what? We all, all three of us, we curse like drunk sailors. You know what? I never used to curse this much until I met my wife. But it's that know. Italian, Irish shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And I used to curse, you know, fairly. But now I, I find myself that I swear a lot. Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. So I had an idea. Yes. And it's for a good cause. Okay. So uh, Todd's not here, so <laughs> we'll surprise him next time. Oh, that'll or, be fun. <laughs> um, I've, I thought I, I mentioned to you that what if we, every time, because I think we should, every time, like, you know, how the Smurfs do, they were like, oh, so I'll smurf you and I'll smurf you in that Smurf, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that was an episode. Um, <laughs> pretty sure. So uh, what if we use the word flux? Right. You know, like... I mean, we've tried that a few times. Yeah, but we fail. Yeah, we do. I mean, do. we flux and fail. Yeah, we do flux and fail. So, I mean, we flux a lot. Yeah. 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 So, I figured, let's even top it a notch. Okay. If we... Or obviously, we promise, and we have our hands, you know... Ugh, I guess. We promise that we're not going to curse as much, but if we do... Well, can we just not say the F word... I oh, guess, girl. Because you... I'm sorry, I have to say damn shit ass like that—that's in my regular vocabulary. That's I don't okay. want to be censored. That's okay, but it's the okay. F word. It's the F word. So instead, we're gonna try to use the flux. Okay. But so just replace. Can I can I say it now? Nah. No. So replace flux with, with flux. Exactly. Now here's the thing. Okay. Obviously, this is very hard for us to do. Yes. So every time that we fail, yes, we will donate. Uh, we will give. Uh, our, uh, we have the little can. The, the, the little yeah, the thing, the um, the save the clock tower can mm-hmm. that Ross made me. Correct. We're gonna donate. We're gonna actually, and we're gonna be honest about this, folks. We're not gonna, you know. We you know what we should do. Uh, we should get a tally mark. Like uh, we should like a, a some sort of a. A dry erase board. Mm-hmm. And for every time we accidentally mm-hmm. slip up, we'll do a tally mark so that we can double check ourselves. Correct. And then every time we do it, we put, we're not going to put a quarter. No. We're going to put a dollar. Okay. And we're going to put a dollar in that can. And at the end of the year, hopefully, uh, yeah. um, and obviously, um, we'll, we'll donate the, the whatever money that we have there. Yes. We're going to donate it to the Michael J. Fox Foundation. I fluxing love that. And that fluxing amazing. Yeah, but the thing is, now I want to curse on purpose because I want to put money in the jar. <laughs> Remember that asshole part? <laughs> uh? <laughs> okay, so what happens if uh-huh. one of our guests says flux? Mm, what happens then? I think our guests should have to donate $2. Do you realize who we're interviewing today? <laughs> oh, yeah. The poor man needs the money. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Never mind. Maybe we'll do... What should we do? No, you know what? 
Anytime somebody or a guest or somebody says the other F word, we'll just donate it between us. You know, we'll, okay. we'll just put it between us because this so, is, it is for a good cause. It's true, true. So even if not one of us says it. Anybody that says it, we will put a dollar in We will in put there. a dollar in there. I like that. You like that? All right. Fuck, I do. All right. Fuck yeah. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Oh, I see your wallet. Yeah, I see, I see my it. wallet. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. right, right, right. We got a dollar. All right. <laughs> flux and flux. Flux. <laughs> what the flux? What the flux? Speaking of flux, folks, we have an amazing show today because we have an amazing guest, as always. Um, you probably, uh, he has a, uh, a couple documentaries. Uh, just a few. Yeah, just a few. Uh, he's a writer, director, musician. This guy does it all. He does. He's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, his name is Adam Contras. I put my Latin flavor on that. Contras. Beautiful. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Contras is actually the... Um, uh, he made a, 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 the, the Fastest DeLorean. Yes. Uh, the documentary, which is... Let me tell you something. It's actually... Uh, I, I thought when, you, when, we, when we were talking about this... I personally, even though I'm a guy, I'm not a really into cars that no, much. No, me either. And just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm into cars. Uh, there you go. Big folks. misconception. There you go. The more you know. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me check it out. And I was surprised. Yeah, but we'll totally get more into that. Right. Well, we need to get him on the phone. We sure do. Do you have his number? I think I do. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, folks. It is the time because we have with ourselves a man responsible, the writer, director, musician, and voted sexiest beard of 2021. And then Contras! <laughs> really sexiest beard. Easily. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you, sir. How are you today? Great. Very happy. Life's good. I'm editing. Life is just happy. Things are good. I Excellent. Ha I have to say, sir, before we start this meeting, that's a very good looking beard. Uh, it, it, it has gotten a little out of control. I, um, I, I need to warn anybody who has watched Fast as DeLorean that... Uh, whereas in that movie, this was representative of how I felt about life. This is different. Um, I'm doing a, 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 a movie <laughs> where I talked to uh, myself 10 years ago. And okay. I'm the representative. I already did 2010 talking to 2000. Now I'm doing 2020 talking to 2010. And... Um, I'm the representation of 2020. <laughs> so I couldn't get over how funny it will be to this dude to look at me wow. and be like, what the fuck happens in 2020, dude? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, That's oh, hysterical. dude, you have no idea. It's really fucking rough. Um, <laughs> and I have been in hardcore quarantine. Oh, are you still counting? I'm still counting. <laughs> <laughs> Donate $50 now. Like, I just feel I, like I, there's, I, no I, way, <laughs> there's no way I'm I, getting through uh, but I, I think uh, that's the way we're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. uh, but I, I've been in full quarantine. My kid has uh, asthma. So oh, wow. March 11th is our one year anniversary. Like we're that close. And it wow. has been as full as you can get. Whenever I have a gig with a DeLorean, I uh, mask up, shield, like I stay 50 feet away from anybody. I haven't had 
human contact outside of that uh, my family and uh, it's crazy it's a year it really has been a year for me so yeah it's wow. intense so adam the f- the first question that we like to ask all of our guests that come on what the flux is this what is your back to the future love story <laughs> god which one <laughs> Any which one you want to pick? The first time you saw the film, or you know, what got what got you into it? I've had such a um, ever changing relationship with it because I went to a weird level. I mean, what a year and a half ago, I'm in a line signing hoverboards with cast members from Back to the Future in France, and you're like, you know, I'm, I don't belong here. This is how did I? <laughs> I was nine when the movie came out. This is so weird. I'm, I I feel like I'm destroying these people's props. Like I yeah. got I got kind of inner. I got pushed into this um, fandom, which obviously I appreciate, but I, I'm not part of Back to the Future. You know, so it's weird. But obviously, for me, I had visit. Uh, I saw it in 1985 uh, weekend. It came out. I had visitation with my father, and my visitation was only four hours twice a month. So I'd get to see my dad every other week, and for four hours, that was literally only enough time to see a movie and go to dinner. Like, that was it. And so for a good year and a half, I saw every freaking movie um, in that period, and that is my greatest memory. And I remember my dad said, we got to go see this, because he... He, 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 it was produced by Steven Spielberg, said I would like it. Like, all right. And so, yeah, it blew my mind. And my biggest memory from it at that time was I really loved my parents and desperately wanted to hang out with them when they were my age. Like, that whole concept is what I, which really captivated me. I was like, it'd be so cool to know my dad when he was a teenager, that kind of shit. Um, and that's just kind of how it was. It was always uh, one of my favorite movies. Um, always collected the DVDs. I, n- I didn't hear the funny thing is I never had any props. I never I never went that far. I just was a big movie guy because I ended up making films. And so it was just one of my favorite movies of all time. It wasn't until years later <laughs> that the idea of theming the mini golf course that I had built <laughs> to 80s movies that it all just started to steamroll into this getting my own, starting a business. Uh, and then, of course, you know, with Facet DeLorean, turning it into this whole other avenue of insanity um, that has now kind of... I kind of have this weird little corner of DeLorean history, which is weird. Um, uh, you know, and, and Back to the Future... I mean, Back to the Future fans love Facet DeLorean. Because it's yeah. it, it, the love of Back to the Future, and of course Mayor Goda Wilson's in it, and the fact that my job is literally just making Back to the Future fans happy—that's amazing. It, it's the greatest job in the world. That's why we're doing the reality show. It's like, dude, our whole job, me and Don's job, is literally to show up and have everybody love us. <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing, dude. Like everybody's so happy to see that car. And and if it's a gig that we're, the Don's is like, we would just sit there going, I can't believe we do this, and people pay us. This is so awesome. I mean, <clears throat> it is it is pretty amazing um, seeing people's faces, and and honestly, you have to appreciate this too. Seeing people's faces when they see that car, it's just it's funny. Like you, like 
there were parts of the documentary where you're just driving and people like honking at you and everything. It's like <laughs> I get jaded because my whole life is keeping it running, the logistics and all that stuff. And then when it's a day that I have a gig, I'm sick to my stomach a little bit because, I, you know, I've got a streak going now of like 526 straight events and I've never missed one. Like, wow. I'm nuts about it. Like, if somebody is like, this is my dream to have you here, my empath gene goes crazy. And I'm like, I have to make this happen for them. And I start to get, I get way too personal about it. And I have to be, so then I'm stressed out. I can't sleep the night before. I got him. And then it starts. And then you're like, oh, Jesus, just let me get there. Like, my axle fell off a week and a half ago, but it was with me driving home. So I didn't screw up the gig. But still, it feels like you're this close to. The car blowing up, as you know. Um, and <laughs> Spoiler! Spoiler alert. Fuck it, if you don't know by now. You know the funny thing is? I could tell people that. If they start watching the movie, they forget immediately. Because the movie starts so different. You think it's going... Yes. You, you think it's going one way. I forget. I'll be at screenings watching it, and I'm excited. Like, oh, we're going to build this. And then those texts from Kenny come, and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot. <laughs> Shit. Like, it, it really, you do really honestly forget how that movie turns out. But anyway, um, yes, it, it's nice seeing people's reaction because it's the only time I remember, oh, this is a nice thing to be able to do for people. Oh, good. That means all the sleepless nights and... Not nah, the car not running and all. It was worth it, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. And then Don's ass gets to just fucking walk in. Like, <laughs> it, literally, all, his shoes have to be tied. That's about all he's got to worry about. Um, I'm always envious as fuck as that because, like, I always got to cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. You should never tell me. Uh, but I'm always envious about that because, you know, he gets paid about as much as I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just to just show up and go, hello! And everybody's like, wow! I'm like, man, you don't understand how much work I had to put into this? Eh, it's all right. <laughs> I totally uh, feel you there. You know, it's me with the podcast coming in with the computer and all the equipment, and Homeboy just comes here and talks. Uh, <laughs> you know how hard it is to stay this pretty? Okay, it's whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, but it's not a vlog. It's not a vlog. There's gonna be no video of this. I mean, it'll be on my uh, site, but you know, you guys gotta do some video <laughs> podcast. You gotta do video podcast, man. It's the future. That's the goal. That's, That's the goal. Eventually, the goal we're gonna work on that. Eventually, yeah. But we're, we're you actually have money. a record because you got the longest running video blog in the world. I'm the first and longest running. It's weird. Boom! Look at that. I started um, uh, mid-99. I had my website, and I was putting up um, uh, little videos of a stage show that I was doing. And okay. then I decided to move from Ohio to California and decided to document it. And for anybody listening, uh, what makes a vlog a vlog is it's, um, it's video documented online. That's it. Um, so, I mean, there have been people turning cameras on themselves for a hundred years. Like, that's not what yeah. a video blog is. A video blog, you had to have kept it online and put it online, which in the late 90s and early 2000s was one of the hardest things. The reason nobody did it, because it was insanely difficult. God, I remember those digital cameras mm -hmm. from back in the day. They sucked. And PCs and Macs didn't play nice, so you had nope. to, like, format it in two different ways and dial up speeds i i mean if you go back to the journey in the first you know year 
I mean, the videos are this big. They're like 100 by 80, you know, and it still took people like 10 minutes to download it. So <laughs> I, I don't I've been doing that. this for so long. Now, eventually YouTube came along, what, six, seven years later. And I just spent, took me several years, but I, at the end of 09, I finally was fully YouTubed, which I meant I got everything onto YouTube. But I wow. was, so, but I was so far before YouTube. I don't, I don't do what vloggers today do. Like, what th- th- that whole idea of just sitting there talking to the camera, like that just wasn't even a thing you could do back then. So the journey for me is basically small little films. I do a hundred a year. Breaks down to about two a week, eight a month, um, where I just kind of document whatever it is I'm going through. Um, and yeah, this is year 22. I've been doing it for wow, a while. Wow, congrats. Yeah, a lot. Are, you still, are you still doing around 100 entries per year? It's exactly. Uh, what happened wow. was at the end of, in 2009, I realized I was at like 850 and I went, ooh, if I get, if I like kick ass this year, I could hit, a, I could hit the 10 year anniversary and hit 1,000. And I went, well, that's pretty cool. So I, like, booked a trip around the world. I had the craziest year. I had a pilot on Comedy Central. So I had all this content, and I'm doing all this crazy stuff. And um, from that point on, every single year, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Wow. Wow. Congratulations, man. It's a nice round number. It's actually a good way to document. It's It's a good discipline to always try to meet, you know. Like, it, it keeps me moving. I gotta yeah. keep. I can't have an empty month. I gotta keep creating stuff. I gotta keep, you know, the mayor and me, like that kind of shit. Like you have to just start to keep, keep your brain moving, or you kind of atrophy. You know, you gotta keep creating, man. You well, know? one of the things that I actually admire from you a lot is your passion for something, and that's the thing that uh, when when I highly recommend the uh, the documentary, the the fastest DeLorean in the world. Uh, if you're a Back to the Future fan, you're gonna love it. If you're not if, if if you're not a fan, because I had a lot of people, but I'm not a fan of cars. It doesn't it doesn't matter because you. That just, was me. Just I was seeing the, one who said the it. fan of cars. Like, that's <laughs> why that works. Just seeing the, the the passion that you have for this idea is remarkable. It it, it I, I've always it, I just released a documentary about Michael Jordan. I got to sit in the locker room with Michael Jordan in 1995, and I, wow. I brought in a video camera. I shouldn't have done it. I sat on the court like. Kind of, I'm still waiting for the season to desist. Basically, like I still don't know how I'm getting away with this. Uh, but, Worth it. But um, I edited it as if you didn't give a fuck. Pardon me about Michael Jordan, and I think that's the key to good storytelling. Is good storytelling that the topic doesn't matter. So you have to actually. The key to doing it is is you um, you tell the story to people that have like ADD when it comes to your main topic. If you didn't like Jordan in my brain, I'm like, okay, how do I how do I hook them in? How do I keep them going? The greatest emails I get about Facet DeLorean are from like the wives or girlfriends of somebody that were like, ugh, my fucking husband made me watch this. I had no interest whatsoever. And by 30 minutes in, I, I had to see what happened next. And we immediately started part two because holy shit, what the hell's gonna happen next? And um, that's what—that's that, your job as a storyteller. Your job—I mean, it's easy to play to the car people. In fact, yeah. the car people were pissed at me because I didn't show enough of the car stuff. And I'm—Are like, you serious? <laughs> that movie was supposed to be about all that stuff, and then the second the big, you know, thing happens in the middle. There's only 90 minutes. I'm not going to make a three-hour documentary. I mean, it's always going to be 90 minutes. 
pretty soon I had to take all that car shit out because the drama had to take up a big chunk of it. Then I had to hire somebody else. Then I had to race the fucking car. Like, it, the story changed right in the middle of it, and I feel bad to the people that wanted to hear all the ins and outs of the, of the car being put together, all the boring stuff, but... I didn't have a choice, dude. I, I got the whole. I, I I got everything handed to me like a fucking two by four to the face, man. It was that was a hell of a that was a I, dude. Again, it's why I'm drinking. It's a hard. That was a hard thing to go through. Uh, still, it's a still a hard thing to go through. But I was that was going to be my follow up. I was going to ask, how are things in that regard? I haven't spoken to him since uh, the end of two. Um, that wow. went, you know, into we talk about how he was coming out that weekend and then it yeah. went away again. Um, I don't have anything else to say. You know, I've said everything. Sure, sure. Um, I, it still breaks my heart. <laughs> like, I still want him someday to, to go, Ooh, man, I could have done that differently. Um, I, I, I just think, uh, I, I don't want to bring out medical terms, but there are certain yeah. personality types that, I mean, the kid's over 30 now, right? It's, it's, there's no more time for excuses. Um, you either are a person who is accountable to your actions or you're not. And I don't think he is. And I think you just have to let it go. Um, I think that's what it comes down to. And I love him. He's my brother. Um, but I can't, he can't like be in my life anymore. He can't be friends with my kids. Like yeah. it is what it is. Um, my dad and I avoid the subjects. My dad and I are still really close. Talk all the time. It's just one of those things we just don't talk about because it's heartbreaking and we desperately wanted it to go a different way. And, um, I still can't believe it. Every time I watch the movie or watch the two movies that are screening, whatever, I just can't believe it. Like what an yeah. easy thing you could have been. We all know you were over your head, dude. Like, oh, yes, yeah. just fucking say it, and then we like shake hands, have a beer, go fucking fix the the car, woohoo, and everything's fine. Like, obviously, I was able to fix it. So, what's the goddamn issue? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, I it's it's still raw and hurts and. Um, Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. It's just hard. It's as real yeah. as anything could be. There was literally nothing contrived about that shit. Oh, my and God. Obviously, obviously, to all of our uh, um, all of the listeners who are, are obviously listening to this, when you see the uh, when you see the documentary, it'll make sense of what you yes. know what we're talking about. <laughs> I was actually just going to say but that. But pretty much... If this doesn't give you incentive to yeah. watch... Fastest DeLorean one and two. Exactly. Now you need to know what's and, happening. And I think everybody can relate that we've had problems with a family member. Oh yeah. Everybody from a cousin to a brother to anything. And I honestly think that that's that's the key part of this whole movie, which is kind of funny because it's it's not something that you planned. <laughs> I, I've looked I've looked at that irony for a while too. I mean, as a guy who has always wanted to tell great stories and so forth. I have to admit that had that not happened, it would not be the same movie, and it would not no, have been as good. And I, and I, it's heartbreaking because I never would have given that. I would give. Right, I would it, give anything to have had it work out. Uh, it, it's it's terrible, and I feel really shitty saying this. It's so entertaining, but it's so terrible. <laughs> no, I know. I, yeah. I, you know, it's because we all want it to work out. Yeah, you do, and I, I think the way. It twists in the middle is so batshit crazy. Like, yep. like, 
I still am like, what did he think he was going to get away with? Like, it's so... Fuck, dude, you knew... And again, I don't even know if this is even told very well in the movie, but it was public before the movie. Exactly. It was a public website the whole time. We had followers watching. The opening video got a couple thousand views, and, like, people were following this. So when those texts came, and I had to turn off the website, because I'm like, oh, God, oh, fuck... You, you know what I mean? People keep thinking, oh, you released that movie and you buried your brother. I'm like, oh, no, this was food. This was public. No. This was public the whole time, dude. Now, the movie's certainly going to have longer legs than the website would have. Sure. And I've had to sit there and feel that guilt for a long time, too. Um, but in the end of the day, once the car, and this sounds like a spoiler, but you'll forget it by the time you start the movie. Once the car <laughs> catches fire, blows up on the side of the road, you're about to lose your business. You could have killed somebody. Once all those things happen, you stop worrying about your brother's reputation and you start thinking about your life and your yeah. bills and your car and like it becomes a different there's no way I'm not telling that story now, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> well, no, I, to to uh, to obviously I think the best way uh to quote Mayor Goldie Wilson himself when it when it comes to family, take a drink and shut up. <laughs> that line, dude. How good was that? <laughs> I love, I love, I love that line too. <laughs> um, obviously, we we're talking with Adam Contras, which pretty much he's the writer, director, uh, the man responsible for the fastest DeLorean in the world. Now, do you still have that record? Yes, I do. Aha! All right. Uh, yeah, every year there's a couple people that have been trying. Uh, yep. And I'm desperately, I would love them to do it. Uh, I have no ownership of. You know, I, you could certainly do it faster, clearly. Like, it's not, I mean, it was, with the, with the amount of shit that was going on with my car, the fact that I got the record is insane, you know? Which is which is uh, 12.29, right? <laughs> I like this guy. We, we do, we do yeah. our research. Well, you got to be all the way in Florida. We should be having hey. drinks right now. Shit, come out here. COVID's over. When COVID's over, you got to come out here. Yeah, 1229. Mm -hmm. um, well, we're, right. we're giving away all the spoilers, but I guarantee everybody who's watching, the second you hit play, your brain goes to a You're different place and you get surprised by everything. And then you'll be like, oh, shit. You know? So, Adam, I have to tell you how I stumbled upon the movie. Yes, so, I would love uh, to hear uh, that. please. A, a couple of weeks ago, this is very recent. This may be about three weeks ago. Uh, we were doing a special on the birthday of the DeLorean because it turned 40. Mm -hmm. and it fell off the car on that day, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> at 1.2121. There's a funny video about it, by the way. But yeah. um, and so we had done an episode and someone had recommended a different DeLorean-esque movie on Amazon. So I went to go and look for it. And it turned out that like you had to have a subscription to something and I couldn't watch it. And then I see in the you may also like thing, the fastest DeLorean. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I click on it and I, of course, recognized you from the Back in Time documentary. Because... Because what, you know, Back to the Future nerd did not watch that movie in 2015. Mm -hmm. And so, so... That's crazy, too, on how I even got on that. But keep going, keep going, right? So you decided to watch it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I watched the film, and I was, like, beside myself, of course, at the end when, you know, kaboom. 
And <laughs> the way that you end that film, and then I was like, oh my God, well, what the hell happens? And then the thing pops up that it goes, here's part two. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I, like, Please do that. That, that part two's been out since November 2019, and it wasn't doing that. And I kept going, why the fuck isn't anybody watching the second one? There couldn't be a bigger fuck goddamn cliffhanger. What the yeah. hell? So I think finally and Amazon started to figure it out, and now it's it's getting started. I watched it immediately after I had watched the first one, and I was just like, I, I basically feel like I know you because I feel like I spent, you know... Yeah. Four hours with you. <laughs> it's it's funny. Don and I obviously um, spent a lot of time together just as friends and whatnot, and he has a ton of fans, obviously. Fucking Mayor Go to Wilson. And <laughs> we talk about it all the time. People are fans of something he did 30 years ago, 35 years ago. If you know, if you watch Fastest DeLorean, you really do know me. Like, it's not, you didn't see a character I did, which I've done acting stuff or whatever. It's a different kind of connection. I get emails from people that tell me their life story about their brother. Like, I'm in, uh, I'm in France at one of the screenings, and a, a, a lady came up to me and talked about a falling out with her brother. I'm in tears. She's in tears. Like, it hits people on this weird familiar familial thing, and it's a connection. It is a different there's just nothing contrived about it. So he's always like, why are you always answering all these goddamn emails? Why the fuck are you doing that? And I'm like, because it's different. These people have gone through an emotional yeah. experience and they actually know me. They don't know you, Don, because Don won't fucking be himself on the goddamn camera. You want to see something funny. If you ever watch, you watch a podcast, uh, we did a podcast called Flashing the Fundamentals that we never announced. We literally never announced it because he made me crazy because he's always fucking late to everything. And I, we could only pull off 12 <laughs> episodes. But in those episodes, you see this constant pull of me trying to get him to talk the way he talks when we're on the phone or hanging out. And he's always like, I'm Mayor Goldwell. I'm like, God damn it, Donald. That's not who you are. <laughs> Which is why we finally are doing the Mayor and Me thing. And I'm like, that's enough. I'm, we're doing it because you're a different human and that needs to be shown before you die. So, speaking of that, I, of course, follow you on Facebook, and I saw this little five-second teaser, and I was like, well, what the hell yeah, is this? Yeah, what, what, what is that about? Please tell us everything that you can tell us. I will tell you everything we tell you. Um, so, in 2018, when the when Fastest Lauren came out, and it, it was really, it, it kind of blew up in a weird way. Like, it, it just all of a sudden, people started grabbing it, and, and uh, the guy from France flew me and Don out, and all this, all this crazy shit was happening. Um, and we were getting all these gigs where I would always try to upsell Don. Just because I'm like, it's not for everybody. A lot of times I do little $500 gigs for birthday parties or whatever. They can't afford, you know, to bring in a you know. But there's a lot that we can. And um, every once in a while, if if there's a really special fan, and I just know Don lives five minutes from me, dude. So I'll like... I'll, I'll be like, dude, you want to blow somebody's fucking mind? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And we do it. And the reaction is so overwhelming. Eventually, you start, you know, collecting all this video. And it just occurred to us one day that neither he nor I would be in these situations otherwise. We, you know, like we, we wouldn't be at Comic Cons. We wouldn't. We happen to have done something. We made a choice in our life that led us to be in the same place where 
something I brought and something he is makes people so happy they cry like it blows their mind and I was like dude it's such a it would be a, such a joyful show to watch tell these stories like us mm-hmm. in the bar talk show all these events we do we do all sorts of crazy events we go all over the place um, that's part one part two is our interactions are me being I'm an open book first longest running video blogger there's literally nothing that isn't public about my life he's the opposite he's very private and he's also very reserved when the camera's rolling and mm. it annoys the living fuck out of me because <laughs> <laughs> okay we'll be riffing we'll be having a drink and i'll say something and he goes well you understand and i'm like don't fucking do this to me dude what are you doing five minutes ago on the foot you know, so there's a really funny dynamic and there's no other way to put it we're really funny on screen and so uh, in 2018 i was like dude let's do this shit um and then um you know one thing led to another and it was it, it, it the logistics got got difficult but um something happened in the end of last year we met somebody uh connected and wealthy those are good friends to have well it was just one of those people um it was just like he he took to us and i i went you know what i bet he would love this project and i bet we can do this and so i got tons of content i i mean i i can make three shows right now but i would love to do it professionally get a crew and I would love to just tell stories that make people fucking smile. No conflict, other than the inner conflict between me and Don, and me it making me crazy that he he acts like <laughs> this goody two shoes when he's nothing like it. That's funny, but no, just us. I mean, us climbing up to the clock tower in Hill Valley. Oh yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, that was great cool. footage. Yeah, dude, like. We fucking did that. We weren't. Even, we just thought it'd be funny, so we climbed up there. I hit. I've hit a golf ball up there that's still up there. I always check it every time I go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's my golf con golf ball. And I just said, dude, we'd be really good to anchor the show. And the majority of the show is like making people's dreams, dude. I mean, again, people crying. People, people see that car and they're suddenly younger. And it's just a fun. I mean, maybe it only runs ten episodes, but. I think you could do it, and it would. I, I just think it's a unique experience that I don't know two other people on the planet that get to do that um, as true. often as we do. Um, Speaking of that, how um, how did this friendship start? You and Don's. Uh, she'll know from back in time. Uh, mini golf course. I made a mini golf course in my backyard, and um, I was having. I, it, I, it's weird. There's no real reason why I would do that. I just thought, let's see what happens, and then it kind of got out of control, and I'm like, ooh, well, I could do this. I go to theme the holes. I'm friends with Claudia Wells uh, on Facebook, and I'm like, uh, who's Jennifer Parker? Back to the Future. And oh, I course. said, let's theme a hole. Um, she has a store really close to here, so I went down there, and um, and I said, can we get a time machine out? And we we started brainstorming, and um, she goes, I, she mentioned Don. And I was, I was like, Goldie Wilson, this happened on the radio, by the way. Oh, wow. and, and she's like, maybe I can get Don to come out here. I'm like, Mayor Goldie Wilson's gonna be in my backyard, and I'm just like <laughs> freaking out, right? Because I just—it's one thing to like—I was in radio. It's one thing to like book a guest and have them come to your radio station. You've got power to come into your backyard. Norm, George went. Norm from Cheers came to my bar to Chris. What? It's like 
what kind of craziness is that? It's my house. So that's yeah. what my brain was like, this is crazy. So so he came out, and we did this little charity event. It was on the news. And then, you know, the cameras go away. Claudia goes away. But Don got really competitive about the mini golf and was pissed we were beating him. So he, like, grabs, <laughs> he grabs a beer and keeps playing. And I turn to one of my friends. I'm like, yo, this guy's a play. Like, he, he's something triggered in his brain. And so then he's like, when's the next event? And he came back, and he eventually beat us all. Oh, wow. Oh, man. And so we just started talking. And again, what the reason me and Don get along is because a, a lot of our likes have, that have nothing to do with Back to the Future are just similar. From technology to golf to drones to just we, we just kind of, you know, how any friendship works. Um, it just so happens that I'm able to, you know, book these gigs to make them money and we get to do events and we get to go you know get flown to different fucking countries like it's weird that when does that ever happen in a relationship where you're like oh by the way friend uh, uh would you like five thousand dollars to do this and he'd be like yes i would sir like it's weird it's just, <laughs> it is the weirdest life i didn't know lives like this existed um and it's been crazy it's been the mo- it's been incredibly fun i just wish the car was more reliable so i didn't be stressed out constantly <laughs> so what so what you're telling me is that when the pandemic is over and we're able to travel and stuff, that you'll get us money by having us show up with you in your cars and, ha- and you can meet the hosts of What the Flux? If only you had been in the movie. See, that's the thing. That- I know. I know. We suck. We only started this podcast last year. That's kind of oh. a... Now, I will say this, though. Bob Gale's a good get. I, li- I like your Leah Thompson cameo. You saw what I ah. thank you. Saw what I got to do with Leah, though, right? I got to drive her into to Dodger Stadium. No, I don't. Th- I saw that. Did you? I didn't yeah. see that footage. Oh, Wait, so, did I? It was so awesome. Like I get not only did I get to drive my car into Dodger Stadium, I get to drive Leah Thompson in. And uh, my 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 only sadness of the whole thing was. She said, can I sign your car? And I told her no. <laughs> oh! What is wrong with you, sir? Why? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed by this. Leah Thompson's the most gorgeous creature on two legs. Like, she's... Yeah! She's amazing. She's still got that that young spirit. Like, she's jumping around. For, like, she moves better yeah. than me. I feel like an old manager. Because uh, I am, you see? And, uh, <laughs> no, I only have two... Doc is in the driver's seat. Christopher Lloyd signed the visor. And Michael J. Fox signed the the passenger visor. That's it. And I looked her dead in the aisle. Never forget. She asked if she could do this, and I said, "Well, no. You were never in." I said, "You can sign my hope chest if you want." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, okay." And she was nice about it. But in the back of my head, I'm like, "I cannot believe I just turned down Leah Thompson." Wow. I kind of want to strangle you a little bit. Like I kind of want to smack you in the face. But no one. I mean. Dude, they, Doc and Marty were in the time machine. Nobody else was in the fucking time machine. I mean, I guess, <laughs> well, bi- well, technically Biff was in the, uh, uh, was yeah, in the time Wilson. machine. Tom Wilson has also been very cool to me. I know he, uh, he has some other issues with other other people, but he's been Tom Wilson is is uh, as honest and as as uh, dear as as they get. Good luck ever getting him on your fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But he um he's um. He's supremely talented. That oh, yeah. oh, he's amazing. We saw him at the Orlando Improv years yeah. ago, and he was hysterical. He's it, it's so it's so weird because he's so funny, yet he doesn't curse. His jokes are not like raunchy or anything like that. It, it was hysterical. His paintings are amazing. He's um, he's just super talented. 
Um, yeah. yeah. And um, all the respect in the world to him. So, um, yeah. yeah. And he gives really good hugs. Oh. I got a good hug from Tom Wilson. I have pictures to prove yeah. it. I will say this about Leah Thompson. I I, I, I agree with what you say because she still has that the spark. Oh, yeah. And and I, re- and I remember when we went to, uh, there was a Megacon convention where she was there with Michael J. Fox, Tom Wilson. And I remember, you know, like every other guy, I had a crush on her. And, you and know, every I- girl. Okay, every girl too. <laughs> and I see, I see, I see her sitting down, and I have my hoverboard so for her to sign. And, you know, I'm all cool, whatever. And like giving her the hoverboard, and she goes, "Well, hello, handsome. How are you?" And I, I literally go, <laughs> "Yeah, dude." <laughs> yeah. I know that feeling. I know that feeling, dude. Um, like. Like, like, do you know, do you know uh, the Looney Tunes that, like, remember that bird with Bugs Bunny? The oh, 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 oh. that's exactly how I turn. <laughs> it's funny, I forget. Like, you know, forget. You watch the scene when, um, the scene in nineteen fifty-five when she calls him. You know, is your name Calvin? The way yeah. the way that girl looks. God damn! Like, yeah, it, it triggers yeah. some weird childhood thing in me. Um, <laughs> Even Claudia was fucking breathtaking. God, God. like just, whew. But again, it's it has something to do with my age. If anybody you saw from like yeah. age like nine to fourteen will always be. Uh, I was on the red carpet for Ready Player One, and Kate Capshaw came in with Steven Spielberg. Oh wow! And like, dude, Kate Capshaw, Temple of Doom. That was like mm-hmm. my, one of my first things and i just remember i stood there like a more i was like oh my god it's kate capshaw yeah it's weird if it's a certain part of your brain it it never leaves you it's it's forever oh man are are you are you still friends with a lot of like the like the gang like uh like for example uh ray cumberland the 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 test driver mustang mikey oh yeah Look at you! You gotta keep going. You got him all written down. I love. They're gonna love this. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, dude." Hell yeah! Well, my favorite name of all the names that you had it has to be the Repo. Man. Yeah, Rafael the Repo Man. Rafael the Repo Man. I love the movie, dude. That fucking guy. I'm friends with everybody. Like, I'm usually friends with everybody. I think that's what makes the Kenny thing so fucking heartbreaking. Is that? Oh my god! I'm so happy for all these people that helped me. You know. Um... Still friends with Ray. So, uh, the only guy that I kind of lost touch with, the guy who brought the fire extinguishers. Who, oh, uh, really? I mean, I have his... He hadn't responded. I don't know if he changed his number. He doesn't speak a fucking word of English other than what you heard in that movie. Because I had him here, and we had a drink, and I wanted him to be in the movie, but the, um, the, the, the speech issue was so difficult, I was going to have to get a translator, and I couldn't figure out a way to do that and make it... Uh, it, was, it was just really hard. Um, but he was an unbelievable, like, my God, he's the only reason I have my car. Like, that's true. Like the, the fire extinguisher sitting on the wall. Like, it's just that much of a, a big part of, of, uh, of my, exi- I can turn it. Let's see. Let's see. We got, uh, this is easy. Oh, there, you oh, go. there it is. <laughs> right below the fire extinguisher, you can see, um, the, the license plate that's just black. That's yeah. the license plate. And then above that, that's, that's George Went. That's Norm. From Cheers. <laughs> That's all from Cheers. There you go. Crazy as that, right? Now, how hard was it to keep that license tag? <laughs> I never thought I was going to punch somebody at the DMV. So, 
Like when I brought it in, I, you know, they say, "I'm sorry, sir, we can't give it back to you." And I'm like, "Listen, like you're gonna fucking get, like they, they don't want to give you back the old tags because they think you're gonna use them for some sort of nefarious reason." And I'm like, really, motherfucker, it's black. Like who the fuck would put this on their car? Like stop. And so I just pushed it and pushed it. Finally, a manager came out and I said, "Listen, I just want to put it at my, up in my bar." I'm clearly not going to use it. And she finally just looked at the... I mean, it was desecrated. It was burned to crisp. Uh, It was in a fire. And they're like, yeah, let the guy have it. And so that was awful. It was really hard. It was harder than I thought it would be. I thought they'd be like, well, obviously. But apparently... I know. Apparently, a license plate fraud is a big fucking deal. And they really do take them and destroy them. So you can't, you know, fake out the cops, I guess. I don't know. It's pretty crazy because, I, like, when you were doing that part, that was actually one of my favorite parts of the whole thing because I'm, like, watching this, like, what the hell do they think he's going to be doing with that thing? It's all pure black. Like, there's nothing you can do with it. There was nothing there, I know. But, dude, it's government shit, man. Like, obviously, you know, they've got they've got a protocol they go through. They're not using their... Yeah. Reading the... They're just reading what... We have to take this. We. Uh, it's hard to get somebody in that position to make an exception. But yeah. oh, they yeah. were gonna make a fucking exception. <laughs> like I would, I, I mean, I was so like adamant about it. And that license plate means the world to me. That's the that's the license plate I put on my car when I came out to California. It's like entry. Wow. It's like entry thirteen of the journey. Like it's just one of those things that I. It's an heirloom to me that my kids will have. I've I've done the. I was not letting that go. Yeah, just that's amazing. It wasn't gonna fucking happen. So that's amazing, Stick man. Stick to your guns. So what's so what's going to happen with you now? I mean, obviously we're 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 really excited about this new documentary with uh the with with uh, I was thinking of Mayor Goldie Wilson. Don, uh, with, with Don, Don and you. <laughs> the Mayor and Me is a reality show pitch. So that that uh, pitch will be done soon. And um, I already said Don said he'll come. We'll come and have an interview with both of us, and we can talk about that if you'd like. Uh, I, as far as a movie, I'm doing uh, two Journey movies back to back for 21 and 22, and nice. um, 2010 talks to 2000 Adam. Most of that's done, but I'm filling in some stuff and doing some strange stuff. And then 2020 is talking to 2010 and just telling the story of these 2000 entries um, in a fast, quick way to catch everybody up. And I thought it would be an interesting way. I'll have five volumes in my whole life, you know, before I fucking die. Uh, it's kind of cool to talk to yourself 10 years earlier and um, have the brashness of that 10 years earlier person tell you why they think everything you've done is wrong. You know, I think that's what's kind of funny when I have these inner monologues of myself, even though I couldn't be happier. 2010 Adam, dude, he had different plans, man. He was not going to be known for a goddamn car. So it's funny when you think about that, if you think about that decade thing when you talk 10 years earlier you, thing never things never work out the way you think they're going to work out they uh, might they might work out really well but it's still never good enough for who you thought you know what i mean like i know 16 year old me fuck i was gonna you know 20 even 26 year old me you know so it's it is an interesting way to keep me humble keep me accountable um i i, I just kind of like the therapy of not getting too far removed from what I wanted to be, um, even if it's not going to turn out exactly the way I wanted it to be. Uh, because I think that happens. I think you get comfortable when you have children and you get money yeah. and you have some success and you're like, oh, this is okay. And there's a part of me that goes, this isn't okay. 
you used to do this, this, and this. You had a pilot on Comedy Central. You were going to be all of these things, and you're not those things. You're, you're fucking second fiddle to Mayor Goldie Wilson. Adam Contras, what the fuck are you doing? Even though I love him to death, right? Like, so it's a weird, <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just like, let's let's have it all out. Let's be honest about it. Let's be accountable to it. And um, I think those are the best stories you can do, is to be honest about your failings and the things that you didn't live up to and what you did live up to and what you didn't live up to. And um, I just think it's, it's going to be uh, entertaining. I just like entertaining people. So obviously this is a, um, this could be technically a, a personal question. Not possible. Uh, <laughs> open, but, book. Um, open book, open book. But all right, spread ego. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, buddy. Wrong podcast. Um, being so open. <laughs> oh my god, you all at home can't see this, but sorry, I was, I was like, yeah, man, this is going a different <laughs> Yeah. Um, being able to, um, obviously, as a man, I mean, like I said, one of the things that I really admire was your passion, your devotion. Like, obviously, when you set up something to do, and I, I, again, we can all relate to it that so many, sh so much shit happened to you. To I mean, I think. It's safe to say that at least half of the people would have given up. And you didn't give up. You didn't give up. That being said, what's the best and worst advice that anyone has ever given you? That anyone has ever given me? Oh, yeah. God. I, I think I stopped listening to advice a pretty long time ago. Because <laughs> advice is always somebody else's baggage just translated. You know? Um, you know you better than anybody. And Correct. It's not that I don't seek out people that I, I I appreciate their opinions and I can, you know, whatever I'm working through, but I think you have to be careful listening too closely to uh, other people that have a different path than you do. Um, uh, you, you mentioned uh, most people would have given up. The reason, I, the journey and the accountability of documenting everything honestly for 22 fucking years... I think what that does, once I got past the first big failure, and then I didn't die. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, you think it's going to be yeah. awful. You're, you, you think you're going to be famous. All this shit's going to happen. It didn't work out the way I thought it would. And then I kept going. And I made something new. And then you look back and you read that and you go, oh, fuck. At the time, I thought this was the end of the goddamn world. So it became this monthly accountability. And and I, I've done it for so long now that when all that shit was falling out with Kenny, the only reason I ever considered quitting was to make sure he didn't look bad. I was always going to make sure we were going, like, I said I was going to fucking do this. It's in my control to do this. I don't care how long it takes. That car is breaking that record. I don't care who's in it. Like, that, that part was easy. The hard part was... I don't know how to tell this story without him looking like a dick because he ghosted us. Like, if, if Ray had gotten the record, I never would have mentioned Kenny. I would have been like, ah, oh, no, you know, he couldn't come out that weekend, so we got somebody else, and we just would have gone right over it. But he fucking stalls at the starting line. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> like, if the car breaks down at the starting line of a race, it's going to get really hard to start making excuses. So... Um, I kept going just because I have this weird accountability to what I've said because I put it in stone and I never fucking erase it. 
I think the biggest problem with social media right now is everybody puts up their best you, right? Like, it's yes. bullshit. It's like, here's the best this and the best that, and and it's almost designed like that. It's not like you would... But the journey is not designed like that. The journey has a discipline uh, of I put down whatever I think is going to shift who I am as a person. Like, whatever I think is important to a character development. If I was a writer, what are the things in your life that make a character a certain way? Well, that shit happens to us at fucking Starbucks randomly. That shit happens to us in all these little ethical moments that happen as we're walking around and the decision to do this and not to do this. I like documenting that. Well, what inevitably happens is you you say shit in those entries that in about a month you're like, I wish I hadn't said that. That's a lot of egg on my face. <laughs> but if you don't delete yeah. it, if you don't delete it, you grow. If you erase it and be like, oh, I never said that, you've, you've lost. So I, I, I'm to this point now where I have to be so accountable that I get to I, I get to experience all this new and incredible and amazing shit because I'm willing to take all these risks that most people would be scared to do. I have no fear of failure because that's all I've ever done. You know, whenever if, if I succeeded something, it's like God damn, it must be my lucky day. <laughs> like the majority of the journey <laughs> is me failing at these wild ideas. You know, but most of the shit I controlled, like building Golf Con or do, you know, I've done really well at, you know, so it's, again, accountability and the problem with social media is you put your best shit forward. And I think that's the worst thing you can do. Um, or yeah, all the people that like take down the pictures of their exes when they get divorced or they get, they're like, oh, I'm going to take them off my social media. Fuck you. That was who you were. That. <laughs> <laughs> who you were. That's who you loved. Don't run from that. That's who you that's are. Right. Dude, like I'm I'm friends with every ex I've ever had in my life because Same I was here. honest. I, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is a secret there about who you are with your exes that you gotta get to the bottom bottom up. I'm I swear to you, the worst pe- listen, there's some awful people that didn't deserve even to have a name, but if at some point you felt this is my significant other and you told the world that yeah. that means there's something there. That you can't just erase and pretend it didn't exist. It's part Correct. of you, and it, maybe it's a part of your your past. But ooh, these people erasing their past and trying to act like it didn't happen. Not, I think it's very detrimental to your progress, and I think it leads to depression, big time. Because I, I agree, I agree with you what you just said. Because when people do that, you're eliminating a part of who you were. Who you? But it's it's even still who you are. Right, yeah, you, yeah. you may have pushed it down a little bit, like okay, that's a like we all have character flaws that you know. I, I've certainly believed in people uh, way too long, you know for sure. Um, fast as DeLorean, uh, you know. I, 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 but I'm still proud of I'm proud of though falling up the stairs. There's all sorts of times in my life where with certain people I gave them so much rope when I probably shouldn't have, and I looked like a fucking fool. But at least it's at least I fell up the stairs. I kept trying. I kept trying. People make fun of how many times I've been married and divorced, right? And no, I tried and I believed and I gave everything. And yes, didn't work out sometimes. We got our labels wrong. We were better like, more like a brother and sister type relationship. We weren't good on this level, but I'm glad I kept trying and trying. And when I look back over my life, I'm so proud of those moments. 
Like, imagine if I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to try, and I walked away. Man, I would have hated that dude. I like the dude yeah. that kept trying. Exactly. And just, be- and just because of that, uh, we, you know, that's one of the things that makes this document, the, the, the documentary, the, the fastest DeLorean in the world, so epic. And, and let me tell you guys, when you, li- when you look at this, it's you're literally looking at your whole life. Like, you, as, as honestly, like Caitlin said, like, you feel at the end of, of, yeah. the, of the movie, like, oh, my God, I'm buddies with this guy. Like, I literally know everything about you. So it's uh, very personable to put that out there. We I mean, we're really, you know, it, it's, it cannot be easy and, it, can, and it's, it has to be scary. Well, it's it's easy because I at that point I had done it for 18 years. Right. I think that's what you know, I've done. I've done this for so long. I just did it in short form in a little website that not many people saw. You know, some people saw some things like I would do like a political cartoon and that would get picked up or it's weird. I I made a cartoon called Let's Bomb Iran and I made a, you know, let's bomb Iran to bomb, 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 bomb Iran. Um John McCain sang it. John McCain sang it, and then Barack Obama mentioned it in a debate, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, it was nuts. It was this... So there's all these little tiny things I've done that have been picked up, and people know me for... And it's weird, because the journey's all online, so I I get notifications if anybody makes a comment on any of the 2,100 fucking videos that are up there. So I'm instantly reminded of my past, which, for some people, would be awful, but I've just come to peace with almost everything I've done because I haven't hidden any of it. So you can't surprise me. You can go look at entry 732 and find like something like, yeah, I know, it's, it's been public this whole time. It made dating when I was single really easy. Because I, <laughs> I, 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 you weren't getting my representative. You weren't getting the best version of me. I'm like, yeah, dude, my whole fucking life's online. Uh, you either accept it or you don't. I got... I, I can't lie to you. <laughs> like, it's all fucking there. And it was funny is the girls would be cool. Their parents? Ooh, no. no. Well, guess what? We have something that you might be, you know, you might have done this for a long time. Fuck, is somebody's mom about to jump out into your fucking closet behind you? What's about to happen? Who, who the fuck told you? You're, 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 <laughs> this is your life. All right, what? go ahead. What do we got? No, we got we got something for you that... I'm very sure, and Caitlin knows too, that yes. we know that you don't have. Yep. Because guess guess what? You're our new What the Flux Best Friend of the Week! What the Flux Best Friend of the Week? Woo! We only to one person this week! What does that mean? Are, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to show you. I yes. Pro- I'm going to show you. So this is something that we do here at What the Flux is that uh, whoever is our guest or whoever just impresses Eugene that That's week uh, gets an official What the Flux Best Friend Award. It's very That's prestigious. Right. I mean, let me go get it. I forgot it. Oh, you forgot it. <laughs> it's so prestigious, it's still in the car or whatever. <laughs> um, just realized I have a headless uh, Don bobblehead. We got oh, to, there you go. We got to throw out the first pitch at a, uh, or he got to throw out the first pitch and I caught it. Oh, look at this, dude. Best friend of the week. You you going to mail that to me? We yeah. sure are. I will put it up right here at the bar. Yeah. Yes! Oh, that'd be awesome. That's, that's right. right. This is the honorary award. Uh, listen, let me tell you something. I've seen bar fights go over because of this. I doubt that's true. 
Uh, no, that is very true. I think wars fights. have started. Wars. Divorces have happened because of this damn thing. <laughs> well done, no, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or marriages last longer because yes, of it. Mar- your marriage will last even <laughs> longer I'm, I'm with your what the fuck's now. best I'm, friend. I'm past that part of my life. Life is very good. There you go. But we'll be, we'll, we'll be honored if you could put a sticker in your bar. That'd be great, man. And then and then and then. And I promise you that when we go to California, we're going to visit you and we're going to take a picture at the bar with a sticker there. Absolutely. And then, yeah, whenever we get this reel done and we're, we're pitching, um, Don and I will come on and uh, you can you can see our annoyance or my annoyance with him in like live living color, man. That fucking guy. I makes, love it. I he, can't wait. He makes me hey. crazy. Makes me crazy. Hey, guess what? With that last fuck that you said. We got two fifty. <laughs> fifty dollars are going to be put in our little uh, can for uh, the Michael J. Fox Foundation. I'm the, right. I'm the wrong guest for this, or the most. Yes. Right guest. we should have. We should have started. <laughs> we should have started this next week. <laughs> yeah, we should have started this next week. But you know what? It's going for a good cause. It so, is going towards a good. So cause. So we. Uh, I mean, Adam. I mean, we're we're so grateful for uh, you taking your time to be with us here. So thank you so much. Can I say something? I do a million podcasts and interviews. You guys did your homework. You wrote shit thank down. You. you had real fucking like, dude. I dude. Good job. Like I, that, that's really. Oh, yeah. Thank I hope, you. That I, means a lot. I will. Re- I will literally tell all the people that I, I interact with. Um, uh, to do to do your podcast, like I mean, I, that I'm I'm serious. Like everybody today thinks they have a podcast. Cry. Uh, but but yeah. you, to the fact that you watched the stuff, it's funny. I had this argument with somebody when Larry King died. Do you know Larry King's claim to fame? It was always yeah. I don't ever do any homework. And yeah. as someone who literally went to school for communications and those kind of things, we used to like put him up as like the worst case scenario of. You don't do that. It's disrespectful to your client, to the person you're talking to. And right. I, I mean, I get having off the riff ad lib questions, sure. But to not do your homework is just a fucking slap in the face to whomever you're asking their time. You know, That's like, true. so you guys, I'm I'm very impressed. Thank you so much. It was uh, hey, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, Adam, for the people out in the you know podcast world, uh, where can people find you? Get more information, all that good stuff. Honestly, right now, just I, I'm an old man. It's Adam Contras on Facebook. I got a little public page <laughs> um, uh, on YouTube. Uh, Adam Contras, um, theofficialjourney.com is where. But, I mean, now we're going in deep. Like, theofficialjourney.com is still done on a 1990s web program. Like, that's how long wow. I've been doing this. Um, that's epic. And I do it, honestly, I, I keep it that way because it's almost, it's impossible to find. And I kind of like just, I write my own little thing. It's still public. Anybody can find it. It's easy to find. But the the videos are on YouTube and, you know, my, my public stuff's on Facebook. And I, um... I kind of still like keeping my journal somewhat private, even though it isn't, you know, it's like, uh, it's a lot of personal shit out there, man. Um, all right. All right. Hey, Adam, one last question, but this is a, this is going to be a hard one. Doubt it. I only want a yes or a no. Okay. Would you do it again? Do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Now that's an easy question. That was not an easy question. During the movie, um, exactly. The reason it's an easy question now is because I've turned that lemon into such lemonade. You know what I mean? Like now I'm making movies every year. Now I, 
I, it, that movie has touched so many people that I didn't realize it would touch while I was making it. Um, that thank God, honestly, um, yes, I, I would totally do it again because um, it, it, it. I just can't tell you how many nice messages I get. Um, I, 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 it's crazy. I get so many <laughs> nice long per. I actually, it's why I had to make a public Adam Contras account and keep a private regular Facebook account because it was so much I couldn't get through my fucking day because uh, I would sit there and read these emails and I'd feel so indebted to write, you know. So now, like, once a week I go on there and I'm like, okay, here we go. All right, I'm going to deal with all these really difficult fucking stories about somebody and their brother and how fast is DeLorean triggered it. Dude, I had one where he said, I called my brother after watching your movies and we got we're friends again. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's heavy. Fastest DeLorean has really, really affected people, and almost all in a positive way. So, yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm glad. I'm so glad it's a, a thing now. So, and uh, to all to all of our listeners, honestly, if you when you whenever you get to see this movie, I mean this documentary, I know even though it's a part one and part two, but like I said, it's definitely one of those documentaries that. It's meant to watch it be to be watched back to back. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's meant to be watched back. So I almost considered it a, a whole movie. You know what I mean? Like it just and and if I you know had more time passed, it probably would have been one big long epic. You know, I uh, but I, yeah. at the time I didn't. It's funny. Like it was almost all completely edited, not released. Then the car blows up, and I'm like, well, fuck, I don't know what happens now. And then I had to live a little bit longer to find out. And I truly wanted him sitting right back here, and we could have you know not. That's the movie I still want to see. We all want to see it. Well, who we knows? Maybe it. there will be a part three someday. Right. I don't know. A part three where the car never races and it's just me and my brother talking. That's not a fucking movie. Like, that's kind of bullshit, you know? I feel like you have to race that car again. You know? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm hoping if it's a good story and no one's ever done it before, I'll fucking do it. But for the time being, that's my food truck and it feeds my babies still. To this yes. day. Right. So, like, hey, I'm not racing it. Here's a good movie. Uh, the time What the Flux went out of business because Adam cursed so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay if you start it next week. Nobody will know. You'll save, like, $100. <laughs> Adam, Adam, cheers, buddy. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you. Uh, uh, yes, thank you so much. Please take a look at his, uh, his documentary, his life. His passion, and trust me, folks, this movie takes a life of its own. There you go. Adam, Adam Contras, it has been our pleasure. Yes, thank you so thank much, you sir. So much. Cheers. Well, we are officially broke. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> but you know what? It's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. I know that... Um, this is uh, one of our many of crazy ideas that we get, and yeah, man, I don't have fifty bucks to give. Uh, no, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. No, no, I'm gonna. You know what? It was my idea today. I'll put them. We need to sell more T-shirts. We do, but how can we do that? Well, if our amazing, amazing listeners would like a What the Flux T-shirt, they can go to whatthefluxpod.com mm. and get one of our amazing T-shirts. We have two designs you can choose from, our original What the Flux logo or our Cafe 80s logo. But how will they find us? Well, they can also find us anywhere. You can find us on Instagram at whattheflux_pod underscore pod Ooh. or Facebook and Twitter at whattheflux_pod. 
And what else am I forgetting? Oh, our email. <laughs> our email. How can I forget? You can email us, leave us voice memos, and send all of those to whatthefluxpod at gmail.com. That's right. All the cool kids are doing it. So you should too. That's why. Because you don't want to be a square. L7 weenie. <laughs> well, uh, we want to thank Adam uh, again for that amazing interview. Yes, um, that was fun. It's uh, the fastest DeLorean in the world, folks. We'd highly recommend it. Yes, Take you it can look. catch it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Not, no, because it's so fast. Oh, ah! you can't catch it. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> Speaking of fast. Yes. I got to go. Yeah. That's right. We got to go. We got to get up to 88 miles per hour and get the flux out of here. We got to get the flux out of here. We got to get the flux in money. So we're going to continue this little uh, adventure of ours. Um, don't tell Todd. Let's, let's, let's get him surprised. So next time Todd does all the cursing, like. Ah, next ah, time ah. Todd goes on a rant. <laughs> we're like, pay up, Toddy. <laughs> 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 Folks, as always, I am Eugene. And I'm Caitlin. We thank you so much, and as always, whether it be the future or the past, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to What The Flux. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at whattheflux underscore pod. Please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five-star rating. And be sure to recommend us to your other time-traveling friends. Hasta la bye-bye!